It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And uh, that would be me, and the other voice you hear would be Brady, right? That is me. Okay, I I just wanted to double-check, you know, because you are on the uh, (laughs) other side of the table from me, and it's hard to pick you up. We're all good to go, though, right? Yes. All right. I'm just adjusting some stuff, because we used this piece of equipment on Saturday, and I had to change, because it's different on the one thing than Right, yeah, no, we're all good to go. So, go ahead. Tell me, tell me anything that you want to tell me here in the opening segment before we get into the show. Uh, there was a lot of softball that we didn't get to see. We got to do a game from Comerica Park, which was cool. I saw uh, Marysville continue to pitch really well, but Northern pitched better on Friday. And, well, um, if it's not from other nature, we have a boatload of games to do this week, and we might need a boat with all the rain that's yeah, coming. Yeah, we have 19 games on the schedule, so go away, rain. <laughs> yeah, four today. Four, yes, four today. A couple of doubleheaders to uh, start the week. or So we hope we'll talk about all of that and much more coming up here on GetStuckOnSports.com, the Tri-County Equipment Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, 
North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. <coughs> yeah, you're back. Wow. And you're dying. <clears throat> no, I think I'll live. Uh, you're back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment uh, podcast for a Monday that feels like a Monday. I think it's the rain that's kind of got me gloopy. Yeah. yeah. Wake up to some gray skies. And- yeah. Yesterday and, like, was a I really nice I know it's nice going to be like an exciting, busy week, and then I, you look at the forecast, and it's going to like be crappy like this all Yeah, day. and every day we're going to be texting people till like 1 o'clock, like, all right, do we have games, do we have games, do we have games? And at that point, it's – tough because at least with baseball all the information is not as readily available as other sports so it'd be hard to get a replacement game in especially since the games happen at four and not seven like basketball yeah. and the other part is if it's raining here it's probably raining there yeah so anyway uh marysville's pitching is really good uh their hitting has struggled portier on northern uh, struggled in their first two games, lost to Marysville on Monday and Wednesday by a combined score of 25-1. to 1. And, well, Ouch. things changed on Friday. Derek Ruiz went on the mound, and he was dominant for the Huskies. He gave up four hits, three of which were to Zach Meyer, and he just settled down as time went on. He kept getting better. So he first pitch of the ball game, Zach Meyer hits a rocket single right back up the middle. And you go, and my first thought was, all right, here we go. Marysville's going to jump him again. They're going to put up four runs in the first inning. Then he struck out Nick Hong, who's a good hitter. Got Maceo Miller to ground out and got Larry Smayfield to ground out weekly. And all of a sudden you go, oh, he's, he, he settled down quickly. Then got a 1-2-3 inning. 
then got a strikeout. Josh Cordero got on via the error, and Zach Meyer, after Cordero stole a base, had an RBI single, and that would be the only run the Vikings scored. After that RBI single, fielder's choice, a walk, ground out 10 in the inning. Fly out, single, Ryan Ferguson, the only non-Zach Meyer to get a hit that day. Pop out, strikeout looking, walk, ground out, ground out, Three straight strikeouts. Uh, Ferguson reached on an error. Strikeout, ground out, strikeout, single, ground out to end the game. Derek Ru- Ruiz, as the game went on, he got better. Like, going into the sixth inning, you just knew, like, nobody was touching him. He was in the zone, and you, you just felt the confidence. And you're like, if Marysville has a chance, they need to get to the bullpen, and they never did. But let's talk about Marysville's pitching for a minute. So you lose 2-1. to one which has kind of been the, the, the Vikings' calling card in league play. Like, they get elite-level pitching but can't do a lot with it. Ryan Ferguson started the game for the Vikings. He got a 1-2-3 top of the first. Well, O'Flanagan got on via the air, and he picked him off. The, in the bottom of the second, he walked Nick Cartmel. Luke Angels ripped a double down the line that scored Cartmel from first. Then there was runners on first and third after Blank walked, and they did the double steal, and they should have had Angels out. Meyer fires one down. He's like, I don't care. I'm getting the guy at second. Boom, tags Blank out. Angels got caught leaning on third, and if they make a good throw to third, they tag him out. Boom, double play. Runners on the corners becomes two outs, no threat. Instead, ball was overthrown at third, comes home, it's 2 nothing Again, Marysville would get the one run. After that, Northern didn't get a hit. They only got two base runners after that, or three, no, two. One was Ryan Falastro who walked, and the other was Nick Cartmel who got on via the air. The Vikings gave up one hit in the game and lost 2-1. to one. They gave up one hit in 14 innings of baseball, and went one and one in that stretch. There are all sorts of just stats that don't make any sense this year. Um, I saw Northern in a doubleheader get two total hits and split. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want another stat about Marysville you, you pitching? Get, you get this, just, uh, this series where Northern scored three runs in the series and got a win. Yeah. Yeah. Here's – and I'm sorry, Viking fans, you have really good pitching. Your bats, when they're good, they're really good, but they are streaky to say the least. The Vikings have given up in six league games in the MAC Blue against the two top, presumable top teams, Utica and Port here on Northern. They've given up nine runs, and they are 3-3 three and three in league. Yeah, well, Utica must have sensational pitching is, is all I'm saying. Or, it, it, I don't know. Because the, the Vikings, most of the Vikings' offense has basically come in three games. Brady, they had the big second game of the doubleheader early in the season against Yale. Which a lot of that was 17 runs. Yale was at the tail end of their pitching. And the first two games uh, of the week against Northern where, where they had a 15-1 to win and a 10 nothing win. Those are their three big games. Otherwise, they don't have many games where they, they score five runs. No, and they, it's only and, like a handful of games. And it's not like they don't have good bats. Like It seems like they can't get them all going at the same time, the first two games of, of Northern excluded. Like Go through their lineup. Zach Meyer, 
Macy Miller, Larry Smithfield, they're all going to Jackson. Community yeah, and College. those are three really good hitters. At John Herdebees and Ferguson, solid hitters with Nick, power. Nick Hong is a really good contact hitter. Right there, you're two thirds of your lineup. Owen Vaggy can run into one once in a while. Colin Richards isn't a bad hitter. And you've got speed in other places, like Josh Cordero's your nine hitter. He doesn't have to hit it hard. He just has to hit it in the right spot, and he's going to get on. It's not like you look through this Marysville lineup, and Dennis, you sit there and go, oh, geez, you, you hope it hits this kid, otherwise he's not getting on. Like, they have talent. They have power. They have just good batters. They just can't put it together. And think about that, Dennis. You give up nine runs in six games. And you're three and three. Now, does that tell? What does that tell you? Does that say okay, the pitching isn't sustainable, and they're going to fall back? Or does that tell you that the hitting is eventually going to wake up? And if they can just push across four or five runs a game, they're going to run the rest of the table in the MAC blue. Because at least from what we've seen, they, I think they are. They've gone through the toughest two weeks of their season. And it's not like they strike out a lot. It's not like they're no. big. Taking wild swings up there. I will say Luez this. did have eight strikeouts, though, but he was he was looking yeah. really good. I, I will say this. I don't think that they've been super lucky. Like, I've seen Larry Smayfield hit some balls hard this year that ended up not being hits. And we'll talk about the Comerica game in, in a minute. But the, the ball he hit at Comerica Park is a home run everywhere else in the world that they play baseball. But they were at Comerica Park. He hit that ball 400 feet. I don't know. It was close to 400. I don't know if it was. It would have threatened the wall if it was a smaller MLB park at like uh, 399. I, I think he hit that ball 400 feet. It was an absolute bomb. It's, it's like 420 or whatever. To The center fielder wasn't more than 20 feet from the wall when, when he caught the ball basically over his shoulders. Okay, but yeah, even if he didn't hit it 400, he still hit it 390. Which is a home run. I think he hit the ball 400 feet. I really yeah. do. And he, any high school ballpark in the county, that's a no-doubter. He's flipping the bat and moonwalking around the bases. <laughs> I don't know if Larry would moonwalk around the bases. But you get my point. Yeah. But Marysville has some really good pitching. But let's give Northern some credit. They probably played what will turn out to be two of their worst games of the year. And, again, I'm not taking anything away. Maceo Miller was electric on Wednesday. Larry Smayfield was a really good pitching performance on Monday. They did well. Yeah, if you run into really good pitching and you don't hit, that's one thing. But the, the Huskies are not a team that should be giving up 25 runs in two games. No, and their pitching kind of let them down. Marysville jumped on top of them, and they, they threw the ball around a little bit. But that's a nice settle-down game. You avoid the sweep, and – Again, baseball is a game. You, you need a big sample size. You don't get that in conference play. They're 4-2. and two. They're a game back of Utica. So what that does for Northern now is if they can take care of Port here on high and, and Cousineau, which, again, the rivalry game is one thing. They should take care of Cousineau. Then they just have to take two or three from Utica rather than sweep them. Yeah, and actually we, we think PH's top two pitchers are – are pretty solid. Yeah, again. The, the question is, is how much depth do, the, do they have at that right now? Yeah, because it seems like the, the third game of a series is a rough game for them. Yeah. Uh, Port here on high is 4-2 and two in league, but the two teams they've played are a combined 2-10 and ten in league. 
So and the pattern has been they win the first two games of the well, series. Well, I think they they lost the middle game against Frazier. Yeah, they and won it was the like a Friday. seven six game. Yeah, so they're gonna have to play some tough teams. They get Utica this week. You know what? You want to be a legit contender? Take two or three this week, and then you go. All right, over over on Twenty Fourth Street, they have a chance at a league title. Now. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Again, the, 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 some of the numbers that we're seeing for this, like we've talked about softball ad nauseum about the crazy numbers there, but, but baseball has kind of been the, the opposite this year where there is there does seem to be good pitching for most of the teams. Mm-hmm. So and, and the hitting is what throws us off. Because, again, yeah, I, I look at Mary's lineup. I even look at Northern's lineup and wonder some days – why they don't hit more because they have they've had you, you talked about a one hit and they win a ball game the, the, I, they played a doubleheader with St. Clair and got one hit in each game and won one of those ball games that's hard to do the tell well yeah you had two wins this year where you had two hits total in the wins <laughs> that's not a real good formula no it's it, it's not uh but at least that tells you you have good pitching and good defense behind you that keeps you in those games. And yeah. you know what? Baseball is a game where sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you see a team hit the ball on the screws for seven innings and they put across one or two runs. And then you'll see a team dribble eight little little bloop hits and they'll score six because they stole the base or whatever. Yeah, baseball doesn't make sense. And I think Northern has the talent to win the league. I just think that they've struggled a little bit in putting it all together at the same time, much like Marysville has. Uh, and, and is it too early, or are we ready to call Derek Ruiz an elite player in the area? Yeah, I think he's legit. I mean, besides, uh, he is a good hitter. He, uh, he lined out hard twice. His first two at-bats lined out to center, lined out to uh, third. So it's not like he wasn't putting good swings on the bat either. And, and, and Cartmel, again, he walked once and got on via the error. Like, you look at this, they only had 21 batters come to the plate in, a seven, in, a, in six innings. Well, all I know is when I've seen them play, and I haven't seen, got to see Derek pitch yet, but when I've seen them play, he's played really good shortstop, and he's hit. He's hit. Let's see, I saw him against Frazier. He went uh, three for five with three RBIs, had two doubles in that game. Uh, he steals bases, too. That's the other thing that he does. And I saw them against St. Clair, uh, and uh, I thought he played really well, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And he, like, even when he makes an out, he hits the ball pretty hard. Um, where was he? They didn't play him in that second game? Yeah, they didn't play him in that second game, which is a surprise to me. But uh, in the first game, when he put the bat on the ball, he hit it hard. But, again, they're going – in that doubleheader, they went against Murkaw, Turner, Bleasdale in the first game, and uh, Becker, Piper, Zach, and Cole in the second game. It's – on a cold day, that's kind of murder. Well, <laughs> you want to know someone else I want to give a little bit of love to, more for his defensive play. Like, he, he's, a good, he's a good hitter, but defensively, I think he might be the best – defensive catcher is Logan Sheffer. The amount of balls in the dirt that he blocks without any problem keeps it in front of him. Very rarely does a ball even squeak away. If a ball gets to the backstop, it's either a really bad pitch or a rare occurrence. And it's not like he had 
not a lot of them. Like it seemed like once or twice in the day I'm going, that's a nice block by Sheffer. Nice block by Sheffer. You need that at Northern because there is so much room behind that backstop. That's one of the things like uh, I was talking to the elder Manus, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, if we get the funding to, to upgrade the ballpark, that's one of the things they want to do. They want that backstop in closer. Yeah, because that's like a major league distance on the backstop. Yeah, the, if the ball gets by the catcher to the backstop, I mean, if, if it bounces the right way, you can score from second base. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Unlike where I was on uh, Friday, which is Portier in high school, where if the ball hits the backstop, it could deflect right back to the catcher, <laughs> and you might only be halfway down the third baseline coming home. Yeah. No, that's a pinball machine in there. But you got to see a good game from the Big Reds. Yeah, the the Big Reds uh, took over early in in this one. Uh, And I'm going to start because their their offense was, I mean, they scored 15 runs in two innings. They sent 17 hitters to the plate in the bottom of the first and scored 12 times. So they almost batted around twice. Yeah, they they were uh, one one batter away from, from sending everybody up to the plate twice in the first inning. But I want to talk about uh, Savannah Kenya, who's had, uh, you know, not a great season pitching. Mm-hmm. but And it started off with a leadoff double. And I thought, okay, here, here we go. That ball was hit hard. Uh, but then a pop-up to the pitcher, strikeout, strikeout, gets her out of the jam. Then in the second inning, gets an easy ground ball out, then gives up a single, gets a strikeout, gives up another single. Now you've got two on with two outs. Gets another strikeout, and then she got him one, two, three in the third in less than 10 pitches. Um, so three innings, no runs, three hits, didn't walk anybody, uh, and, the, and had four strikeouts, and the Big Reds caught the ball behind her when the ball w- was hit. So I thought that's the most impressive thing for, to take out of this one because pitching and defense have been an issue for the Big Reds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've made a lot of untimely errors and errors on plays that should have been, frankly, they should have been made. And they cleaned a lot of that up uh, in the ball game uh, the, uh, the, on Friday. And then offensively, we've, ar- we've already known that a lot of the girls in the Big Reds lineup can hit the ball. And, and I was upset again because it's the second time this season I had a chance to see a kid hit the cycle, and they didn't get that fourth at bat. Who was it this time? Uh, it was Morgan James this time. RBI singular first time up. A double her second time up. Those are both in the first inning. And then her third time up, she tripled and drove in two runs. So but, another would have been like what the and, natural cycle. Yeah, it whatever. would have been a natural cycle. And she's got the power to hit the ball over the fence at PH. So I was disappointed. And it, we didn't even get get close. I think the first time I had a chance to see the cycle, the, the kid was on deck. Uh, it was I think it was Perrin. No, Kane. It was Kane, Kane for Marysville. And she was on deck. Mm-hmm. Um, when the, the out was made and she never got another at-bat. Um, but uh, big game for James, three for three, single, double, triple, three runs, three RBIs. Jaden DeLong went three for three with a double and two singles, three runs, two RBIs. Uh, and uh, the Big Reds had a big day. I think only two spots in their lineup failed to produce a hit. Wow. And the other thing, nice, when, when you get a big – lead like that they got to substitute in and, and get some other girls some at bats who haven't been playing a lot for them so uh and i like um that uh, they have brought up some younger players from jv and those players have helped them mm-hmm. 
Uh, you mentioned Trendy the other day. She's solid in the outfield. Um, she didn't get a hit in the game, but she drew a walk with the bases loaded and showed a lot of patience. A lot of kids, bases are loaded. They want to swing at everything and, and hit one up a gap or drive one over the fence. And she was very patient, took some tough pitches, drew a walk, drove in a run. And Erica Huddy at uh, first base has been making all the plays, and she's been hitting, at least in the games that I've seen. She had three hits against Frazier, and she went one for one with an RBI single in the game against New Haven. So Big Reds, long story short, Big Reds out-hit them, out-pitched them, out-defensed them, and won 15 to nothing. And, and if you're, you're looking at it, I mean, yeah, New Haven is in the lower division, but actually earlier in the week, New Haven put 16 runs up on somebody. Yeah, you still got to hit the, yeah. the, the pitch coming to you. Um, I'm trying to see if there are any other scores back. Uh, I know St. Clair got the win over Lance Cruz North 12-2. to uh, Denny White was a little happier after that one. Yeah, yeah I, I he let me. The kids got the message from Wednesday, so that was a nice win for them. They move in uh, to hold on. I just lost my the damn Mac page. Anyway, <laughs> they move up in the standings. They have a series. They are now second at five and one in the white. Which again, how important was that comeback win? Five and one in the white. Ford is six and zero. Oh. Uh, they go to play Lance Cruz, who's 0-5. I guess them and Gross Point North never made up their game. So three games they should win. Lance Cruz has played 20 games already this season. They are 10-10 and overall. How do you have the pitching for that? I, I don't think they do. Like I don't a, think they do. Like, I, I don't know if that was their best kid that I saw. But even if he's their second best kid, he's just okay. For Lance Cruz? Yeah. Or Lance Cruz no, – no, not Lance Cruz North. Lance Cruz oh, okay. is who they play this week. Lance Cruz North is 0-6, 4-8, by the way. Lance Cruz 10-10, 0-5 in league. That's who St. Clair has this week. They get them at home twice. Um, and then they have probably their toughest two opponents in Ford and Anchor Bay to finish out the season. Dennis, I was thinking – you know, I'll save that topic for the third segment. All right, I just wanted to throw in two from Friday – uh, Marine City girls got a nice win. Gross Point South, they beat them 11-3. to That's a big win. I think I remember on Wednesday, I said, hey, you get that win. That's impressive. That's a big step in the right direction for a young Mariner team. All right, we'll talk about the rest of the weekend when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, a fun experience, I think, for everybody. The, the players, for sure, must have enjoyed it. But uh, even for, for Brady and I, uh, we got to go to Comerica Park on Saturday and do the uh, Anchor Bay Marysville uh, baseball game. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, uh, I'm, at least for me. I don't oh, know. yeah. No, I had a blast doing it. Uh, Nick, the guy we dealt with, was amazing. Helped. Yeah. Thank like, you, Nick Lash. Which I said this to him, and we're not exaggerating. It was easier getting into Comerica Park and getting up there, getting in the, 
the where we did our broadcast from what was at the Ernie Harwell uh, Media Center yep. up there than it has been to get into some high schools during basketball and football season. And oh, that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Now, I, I I think we're like advanced here in in the COVID situation, mm-hmm. and, and we're outside too. Which yeah, well, well, we weren't, but yeah, just and 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 the fact that um, you know, we we had to set this up with them in advance, right? So like they had a couple of weeks to figure out that we weren't idiots <laughs> and that they were you know that we were somebody that they could let in and to, that we were legit. And, because uh, a lot of times, you know, you, you call Sterling Heights or you call Roseville or or you call one of the St. Clair Shores schools yeah. and say, hey, is it all right if we come down? They don't know who we are. Right. And we're not blaming them for doing – that's their job to keep their kids safe, do what they need to do. So outside of and, one school that we've had – like they've been respectful oh. when they've told us no. like Or yeah. been like, eh, I don't know or – yeah. We've no. really only been told yeah, they, no like once. The only place that I ran into a Nazi yeah. was Lance Cruz, and I got in anyways. Yeah, but like the one, the one, and it was like polar opposites because the first lady I dealt with was, you know, she was Gestapo, <laughs> uh, and then I, and then when I finally got to see the AD, he rolled out the red carpet for me. Yeah, he was awesome to you. So I mean, I, I don't know what was going on there. Where the AD can go, oh, you're fine. Kind of here, sit right here and, and broadcast in here. I'll run your cord out the window and plug it in for you. And yeah, we're, we're this is great. Glad you're here. Where the other lady was like, you know, I had to fill out 72 forms for her, none of which meant anything, because I, I could have written anything down on them. <laughs> I mean, I told the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But she doesn't know that anyway. Comerica Park <laughs> and. Like you said, and I, th- I said this during the broadcast, it was more of the experience for the kids than it was about the actual game, if that makes sense. I still would have liked to have won it. I would have, too. That would have been really cool. But, like, when I see – when I saw how they did it, they did free substitution. So, put a kid anywhere at any time. Like, kids are playing four different positions. They pitched one kid each inning. They did it the right way, I thought. It would have been cool to see, like, an intense game between those two schools, to see, like, Maceo Miller or, or Larry Smayfield pitch and see Anchor Bay's one or two pitch. But they have other things to worry about. But it was a fun game at Comerica Park. Yeah, uh, the the only thing that I'm, I'm going to say about it, and this is not the, the fault of anybody, it was just the circumstances, is that in a normal game, and we brought this up during the broadcast, you know, we're down on the field, and we can go over and talk to the coaches. So, getting a getting the Anchor Bay lineup took us a, a minute, and we didn't really get it until, like, basically just before we went on the air. And we didn't get an opportunity to go down and talk to them because they had some doozy names. Oh, jeez. And, and I'm got- fairly certain we didn't say anybody's name right, and I apologize for that, but we just didn't have a chance to talk to anybody and say, how do you say this? So we did the best with it we could. You heard the intro. Now let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. And I got the, the Anchor Bay lineup at like when that was playing. So I had to go, wait a minute. I got it. And then, geez, I do apologize. But I butchered some of those names getting them cold. And so, and so did I. And Like, and Sleaz- like Sleazak. I think Sleazak is... is- Okay, Ryberzak, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's geez. either it's either Ryberzak or Ryberchek. 
I don't know. And then your guy, Dielka, Delka, Dielka. Yeah, but Elijah's a good player, and I like him. Yes. <laughs> Anchor Bay's a good team. He plays team. with some swag. It was a little hard to see like just how good teams are. I know Anchor Bay can hit, but like we said before, Larry Smayfield crushed the ball. If he pulled it, it's going in the bullpen. Like, no exaggeration. Poor kid, when he's done with his playing career, is going to go, yeah, the ball I hit the farthest in my life was just an out. And it was a great catch, too, by the center fielder, who I, th- I think is Shornak. Yeah, Ty Shornak. I think that's yeah. how you say it. And, they, and the pitcher, too, Styles. we said Huckle because we just we really didn't know. Yes. Um, but he, he pitched two innings, but they weren't consecutive innings. Like, he pitched the second, and then he came back and pitched the sixth, which Three was kind of – substitution. Yeah. It was fun, and he pitched two clean innings. So uh, there, there was a lot of fun, and, and I apologize to everybody at, at Anchor Bay. Um, the baseball names, a lot harder to say than any of the basketball names that we did. <laughs> and we'll, hey, we'll get down there. We have them uh, next week against St. Clair. We'll be at Anchor Bay twice. We'll make sure we get them right that Yeah, time. because we'll be able to talk to, to people, have access mm-hmm. to people. I mean, we're up above the, the upper level. At Comerica Park, and they're down on the Which, field. Which, by the way, like, it's a lot harder than you – like, it's a much different vantage point because usually we're, what, 10 feet away, 30 feet away at the most from home plate, and now we're about 200 feet in the air away. It's a little bit of a different call. We don't get all the monitors like all the, the pros do. Yeah. And, we don't have guys whispering in our ears the stats and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it was still fun, and I'm glad we did it. Uh, and I would go there again uh, if we get uh, other area teams that, that go there in the future. Um, and they know us now. Yes. So that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, the, to get to the front gate and say, hey, we're looking for Nick. And the guys came out and got us right away and took us right upstairs. And mm-hmm. it, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, and, and my boy, Elijah Dielka, uh, had a uh, two-run single and a sacrifice fly in his two at-bats, drove in three runs. Uh, a Ryber check went uh, triple, walk, walk, scored three runs, drove in a run. His triple was a bomb to right. That was over Hong's head. Hong, Hong's a good fielder, and he had never had a chance at that. Well, and it was a little different for the outfielders, too. Like, usually, like, you're not used to having 100 feet of grass behind you. But they had 100 feet of grass behind yeah. him. So he, like, took a couple steps back, kept running, and then kept running. And, yeah, it, like, yeah, it got to the warning track, on, not on the air, but it rolled there. And, uh, and Slezak had a double hit-by-pitch single. He went two for three in the game. And I was glad because uh, Marysville was down 7 nothing in the bottom of the seventh. And I don't know if I said it on the air or just said it to you off the air, but it's like I really hope the Vikings score here. I, I don't want them to come to Comerica Park and get shut out. And uh, Ryan Ferguson got a, a big RBI double for them. So Yeah, and the other thing that I mentioned is just mentally. You kind of broke through. You got a run across. You, you did some good things. Carry that over. You're going to face a weaker Frazier team this week. Go get a sweep. Go let the bats wake up. Three games. Pitch like you do. Get some momentum going because, Dennis, I don't think it's out of the question that they go 9-0 and down the stretch. We can talk about that later because I know we have a boatload of softball scores. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also wanted to point out uh, they had a young kid, Marysville, Trenton Vagie. Uh, he pitched the seventh strikeout, a line drive that nearly carried him out to center field, but he caught it. 
um, right on the pitcher's mound, made a good reaction, uh, and then he got a ground out, and then in his one at-bat in the bottom of the uh, inning, he hit the ball really hard. So good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go softball. There was a ton of softball, wasn't there? Yeah. Marysville played uh, three games. Wh- where was this tournament? Who I think this, this was the one in Grand Blank. Okay, this was in Grand Blank. They beat Lakeland 3-2 to two in their first game and then had to play uh, South Lyon East back-to-back and lost two one-run games, uh, 10-9 and 11-10. But, I mean, we've been saying it all along. Marysville is, we think, one of the – top teams in the area yeah I mean I'd love to see them play Algonac I'd love I, I'm excited when they play St. Clair to see how they stack up because I think those are also two of the better teams yeah I'm disappointed because we're going to do the Algonac tournament this uh, later in the week Friday and Saturday and they're at different sites because there's eight teams in the you know, yeah bands, and this year and they're not allowing you to like cross-contaminate sites because yeah. they don't want to contact trace seven teams away if someone – yeah. So Algonac will be at their field with a group of teams, and Marysville will be playing the Algonac tournament at their fields with a group of teams, so they won't actually uh, intermingle. But uh, Algonac uh, had a, a big weekend, as they always seem to do. Beat Goodridge 13-2 to behind four RBIs from Ella Stevenson. Then beat Utica Ford 7-3. to And then uh, beat up on North Farmington 15-1. to So the Lady Muskrats hitting the ball like they typically do. And then there were more tournaments played on Sunday. And uh, Northern and Armada each had three games to uh, play. Northern lost to Milford 16-5, to but then beat Clarkston 13-5. Miranda McNaughton had a four-RBI game. Uh, and then they were walked off by uh, Gibraltar Carlson 7-6. to So a tough loss there for Northern. But good to see them competing mm-hmm. uh, in, in that. And Armada uh, is a team that I haven't seen them yet, but uh, Brady, you have. And yeah, you know, five college softball yeah, girls on that team. They're good. They beat Troy six to one and Ortonville Brandon fifteen to two, uh, and then lost the last game to Lance Cruz fifteen to eleven. But again, that's a pretty good three-game weekend. Not bad at all. That's a lot of softball. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more. We have fifteen softball games this week with uh, the tournament gobbling up half of that in two days more than half of that right (laughs) is it seven games just saturday plus the two on friday yeah yeah geez we do what we're doing we're staying busy we are we are definitely staying busy so let's get rid of this uh, rain uh what we'll do here is play a break and then we'll come back uh, and do our final segment in just a moment and probably during that we'll talk a little bit about this week's schedule Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. 
Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back. The Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Dennis and uh, Brady, we're getting close to 100 episodes. Are we going to get there this week? Uh, I think next week. I don't know. I, I've, I've been my head's been turning so much with all the games we're doing i have that's kind of been an afterthought it's 165 by the way not that i'm counting but i am counting that we have done so far this uh, school season 
uh, with 19 on the schedule for this week. I hope we get them all in. Well, I just uh, got word that the Marine City Lanphier game is canceled. Oh, boo. So that's that's a big game. Let's talk before we get into anything else. Let's just talk about that because the Matt Golden baseball is very interesting. Top three teams, 6-0, 6-0, 6-0. means the bottom three teams are all 0-6. Marine City and Lanphier are two of those 6-0 teams. This could have a huge implications of where the season's going and, well, not going to happen today and on and off, rain, weather, all that stuff. So that's, that's something that unless they reschedule it for, like, the worst day possible, I think we'll have to make room on our schedule. If they go tomorrow, we'll make it work because our schedule is a little in flux right now because we're assuming these games are getting rained out. Yeah, and then it would just because the, the, the other – Two is a doubleheader. The stream one doubleheader was Marysville, St. Clair, and softball, mm-hmm. which I believe it's the pink out. Yes. Um, and so, if obviously, if they can't play today, and if it's raining at Marine City, it's most likely raining at St. Clair just as hard. Um, so, we'll see where, where they fit those games because already we've got one makeup game from last week on the schedule this week. Um, and so. That's the Northern yeah. PH softball game. Yeah, Wednesday's kind of booked solid with rivalry games when you have Northern PH and St. Clair Marysville. Yeah. Assuming that that's where they would, would put it. Yeah, that's that's the word is they might move the the softball game to Wednesday. Looking at the schedule, Lamphere has a game scheduled for th- uh, Thursday and Marine City has a game scheduled for Friday. They might hopefully move this just 24 hours later and play it tomorrow. Which would help, but if they don't, mm-hmm. then uh, tomorrow we'll get our first look at Cardinal Mooney. Which I do feel kind of bad that Cardinal Mooney, we, they're a good team. Like We want to cover them. It's just the fact that they don't play. They play teams like an hour away, and it doesn't help that their home field's and at yeah, Kite Monroe. They're, yeah, their, their home field is actually kind of a haul. Because we like the car, we don't we have we like uh, uh, the Rices and McAndrews and Semmelsberger down there. They're, they're good people. It's just you're far away and you play teams <laughs> nobody else here cares about. Well, uh, assuming Marine City doesn't get rescheduled for tomorrow, then we'll do Cardinal Mooney Cranbrook, um, and uh, we're going to see a, a lot of Algonac softball this week because they're mm-hmm. hosting the tournament. So, uh, and actually, this isn't a tournament game, but I thought it was a real good BWAC matchup, especially since Algonac has now lost a couple of BWAC games, and there was a little chink in the uh, armor, and we've seen Emily City play and know that they're a, a solid uh, team. So, Emily City at Algonac tomorrow, uh, I think, is uh, an interesting matchup. And then, of course, you'll be back in Algonac Friday for the uh, first two games of that tournament, and one of those is when they play Marine City, PH is also there to play Troy. And then Saturday, I'll be there for four games while you go over to Marysville for the other three games. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to be a lot at the uh, end of the week in softball. And then Wednesday, the Portier and High Portier on Northern rescheduled game will be on somewhere. Yes. I th- and, and the question will be what that second game is. Right now, it's a PH Utica baseball game, but it could be – the St. Clair Marysville doubleheader rescheduled. It could be Marine City Lamford rescheduled. We don't know. 
Yes, and again, uh, Port Huron High Baseball is another team that we'd like to see more, but they've won. They've played, I think, a lot of road series, and we'll see them a lot because I think back-to-back weeks they play Northern and Marysville, so they'll get six games in that stretch. Yeah. Uh, but they play Utica, and that's a game that just to see where they stack up against some some good-level talent it would be nice to see, but who knows at this point. <laughs> Utica pitched crazy against Marysville. Yeah. Yeah, and then so was that Utica's pitching, or was that Marysville's hitting? You'd like to see Utica play right. PH and try and figure that out. From the people I've talked to, I guess Utica is—they uh, have two legit guys at one and two. And I know we're a little ways away from this, but come district time, you look at some of those districts in baseball. You're like, it's going to take four runs to win the district because <laughs> you're going to win one nothing and two to one and one to nothing again. Yeah. Which is fun. It will be. But this, is, this might be the first time where on a Saturday, a district Saturday, we're going to have to make a tough decision. Because I'm telling you what, too, in the, in the softball districts, there are some districts where you might have to score 15 runs a game to have a chance to win a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I was thinking about this. Like, football season was six weeks. Basketball season was essentially, what, six weeks? Yeah, yeah it, it certainly seemed like it went fast. Yeah. I'm like, all right, like it feels like we should be getting towards the end of baseball and softball, and we're really only halfway through about, what, four weeks in? Yeah. It's nice to see a full schedule for once. <laughs> yeah, to, to, be, to be honest, um, to, to actually have a season goal without any abnormal interruptions, you like know what, rainouts happen. You know it's a good sign, too. And we really haven't had a lot of those, either. All these teams are testing every single week. Haven't had... Haven't had yeah, a game us. canceled. Stop jinxing us. Because every time I go, oh, we're having a 19-game week, you get the call, oh, we're canceled today. So, yes, yeah, so sorry, I ordered the rain. You did. You're that way. <laughs> anyway, well, anything else for us? No, tell them about the golf outing. So, yeah, again, we announced on Friday the golf outing. If you go to our social media pages now, it's uh, up there. You want to sign up. Yeah, just fill out the form. If you have any questions, our numbers are on there. Our emails are on there. Get a hold of that. And, yeah, there's a tab on our website. Can't miss it in the top right corner. It's Friday, August 20th. Get some friends together. I saw some of the prizes uh, that are being handmade, and they look pretty nice. All right, good stuff. Uh, and, again, uh, just kind of bear with us this week. We're at the mercy of the weather. Right. But uh, if games don't get canceled, we've got a ton of them for you coming up here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.